Hey, we're back on uh, Mike of New York, and this time we're talking about something that I learned as a kid. It's called accountability. If you drop a glass in the kitchen and there's glass broken on the floor, you've got to be accountable for it and pick it up and clean it up. However, according to Democrats and the vast majority of people like nominees before the various courts and U.S. attorneys' offices and whatever feel that, uh, you know, all crime is just a mental condition. You know, let's listen to one of them. This is this is Christine Clark. I don't know. Did she get the job? She probably did, considering this was back in April 21 when uh, Senator Ted Cruz was asking her questions about crime and punishment. All she talked about was the criminals have problems too, and they're usually mental health issues. Places such as um, mental health treatment to alleviate some of the burdens that we place on the doorstep of law enforcement and the issues we ask them to wrestle with that are outside their core competency. Ms. Clark, I, let, let me, and we have limited time, so let me, you say you don't support defunding the police, you just said it twice. The title of your article was defund the police, but let's not just look through the title. Your article begins by saying that the national protests we saw last year, quote, opened up space for transformative policy discussions. You then continue to write, into that space, and this is a quote, into that space has surged a unifying call from the Black Lives Matter movement, defund the police. Do you really believe defund the police is a unifying call? I, I don't support defund the police. I'm reading from your article. Did, do you disagree with your article? Amidst the demonstrations and protests, I wanted to provide a different perspective. I don't support taking away resources from police and putting communities in harm's way. We, there's a rise in hate crimes and extremists. You see, now, this is the thing with people like Ms. Clark and others who are applying for jobs. When you get them before committees and Congress and whatever, they will always uh, take a look at the possibility of how that might affect their job application. And let's listen to others as well that Senator Cruz has had to deal with and other members of the Senate and how they don't even want people asking questions of school boards or, uh, or, or any other group that is uh, put together by their socialist agenda. The, their ultimate goal is that government will decide for you what you need to do. You just need to breathe. You need to generate income by generating work and then we tax you 90%. Well, maybe not 90%. <laughs> well, they say 19%, but it looks like it's going to be far worse than that. So let's listen. Just a mumble of the jumble and Jim Jordan and what he has to say about all of these topics that involve nothing about accountability. You know, when I played football in high school, if I missed a block and somebody got through and, uh, you know, fouled up the play, guess what? Or if I, were, you know, got the ball and I dropped it, it was it was counted against your number, your position, your name, and everything that went into your record. And you had to pay for it in practice at some point. But nowadays, they don't want that anymore. No accountability for anything. Okay. The gentleman from Ohio, Mr. Jordan, is now recognized for five minutes. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, the, the previous uh, member just said, bemoaned the results and talked about the big lie. Well, how about the big lies? 
How about all the lies that Democrats have told us over the last couple of years? Democrats told us the protests in the summer of 2020 were peaceful. Democrats told us the dossier was real. Democrats told us Trump colluded with Russia. We had a $30 million investigation done by Bob Mueller that said that wasn't true. Democrats told us the Russian bounty story was true. Democrats told us COVID didn't start in a Chinese lab. Nope, nope, didn't start there. It was a it was a bat to a pangolin to a hippopotamus to Joe Rogan. And we get bit. No, no, no. And then Democrats for four years told us the 2016 election was stolen. For four, they could investigate that for four years. We're not allowed to question some concerns we have about the 2020 election for four minutes. But they could investigate that for four years. In fact, on January 6, 2017, Democrats objected to more states than Republicans objected to on January 6, 2021. Mr. Raskin himself objected to the state of Florida, to certifying the results from the state of Florida on January 6, 2017. But we're not allowed to ask questions. I mean, they had they objected to the state of Alabama. Alabama, a state that President Trump won by 30 points. They can object to Alabama, but we're not. And that's the general to consensus. That's the general feeling here. when you look at it with uh, with, with uh, a lot of these hearings in the Senate. Uh, accountability, the inability to get both sides, and of course, the lack of an overall view as to where exactly things are going. Now, we did talk about the borders to the boroughs. And you know what borders to boroughs is? We were talking about the issue involving... Uh, all of these people crossing the borders uh, without proper documentation, coming into the United States, and how that is hurting the political system. Not really the political system, but, but, but more the economic and the uh, benefit systems of states across the United States. Not just here in New York City, but all throughout the United States, California and others as well. Now, this is another topic that has been closely contested by members of the Senate. And among them is the warning that is now being issued by Senator Little Marco. Yeah, yeah, not, not, not something else. Little Marco is, is what he was nicknamed. But with a big topic is Marco Rubio from Florida, who is saying that after speaking with a large number of leaders across the Americas, has found that there is a tidal wave of asylum seekers, many of whom are just economic migrants, but abusing a system that is in place to help people uh, and using this system to be able to enter the United States and find better economic conditions and, and work, they are now seeing and fearing that after the Biden administration caved in and let in about 12,000 Haitian migrants, sending some back to Haiti, but the vast majority getting into the country after scenes at a bridge and uh, some horsemen uh, trying to detain people illegally crossing a United States border and push them towards a proper boarding crossing point uh, were, of course, twisted out of context by the president himself and members of his cabinet. But let us listen to what Senator Rubio has to say on this entire matter. Another looming migratory crisis on the horizon. Um, I had a chance yesterday to talk to a number of uh, the foreign ministers in Latin America who all pointed to this and all expressed like a lot of frustration that the Biden administration is just ignoring it and not doing anything about this. The first, uh, for example, in Colombia, there are anywhere from 20 to 25,000 Haitian migrants in Colombia right now 
uh, and all of them are headed here at some point. Not all at once, but they are headed here eventually. Panama has about 60,000 or so, and some point of transit either just came through or still there or on the way in. Uh, there's in Chile and Ecuador, there's a bunch of countries in Latin America. We don't know the full number, but it's in the high tens of thousands of migrants from Haiti and other parts of the world who are headed to the United States at some point. And what happens is rumors spread within these communities that something has some borders been opened or what have you, and they come. So we have a big, looming, ticking time bomb crisis on our hands. And look, my heart breaks for these folks. I know the situation in Haiti. It's been terrible for a long time. It's gotten worse. I understand that desperation. But I also understand, as an American, that no country in the world can just have an open border where anyone can just show up. I also know that it's terrible for these people especially once they get into Mexico and these trafficking networks get a hold of them. They do terrible things to these people who are desperate for a better life. And if we don't do anything about this, if we don't begin to address this, all it acts as is a lure. We are luring people into these dangerous trips, into these dangerous journeys, into these unsustainable journeys. This can't continue. So all of these foreign ministers in these different countries are begging, and they've been begging for weeks for the Biden administration to send some high-level engagement to begin to address what's happening in these individual countries to prevent this because they're paying the price for it as people transit through as well. So far, they've had no luck. We're going to try to raise the specter on this so that could be more attention paid to it and we can get ahead of it. Otherwise, very soon, we're going to continue to have the sort of migratory crisis that we saw just last week on the border with Mexico. So, you know, this is what you're looking at. This is the issue that a lot of people uh, are, are, are raising this uh, concern. The same concern that was raised uh, by Senator Rubio, and that is the numbers are continuing to rise, and there are more and more and more and more and more and more people coming in. And as uh, you know, Ted Cruz has said, and others, there is a growing issue with the problems on the border. There is a growing issue with uh, others that are discussing uh, all of these problems uh, that that are becoming a major concern and also the accountability. I mean, if we can't enforce laws on the national border, if you can't even allow these laws to be carried out, even though courts have ordered that these laws be executed by the executive department, you know, uh, that, that's their job. That's why that's called the executive. They're supposed to execute the laws. Not people, execute the laws. What does execute the laws mean? Implement the laws. That is what they were elected for. That is why they ran for public office as part of public service. Part of their job is accountability. And that accountability no longer seems to exist. And as we look at that, let's look at other issues that have come forward in just the last day as more and more of the opposition Republicans have come forward and said, hey, Mr. Biden, you're not doing the job that the American people hired you to do when they elected you, if indeed that's true. Uh, you failed in so many aspects to implement and execute laws. Send that to Chuck with it. Yes. Oh, I see that. <laughs> a minute to acknowledge the shooting that occurred this morning at Timberview High. Years. There are four injuries, uh, an altercation between us. You know, all of us are the and their grateful will come through. This is a crisis that, on the merits, should dominate the news each and every day because it continues to get worse. 
The Washington Times reported on Sunday that catch and release numbers increased more than 430,000% this August compared to last August. 430,000%. That, that, that's a, a, a percentage so big you almost think it's a typo. The Biden Department of Homeland Security is preparing for up to 400,000 illegal immigrants to cross the border this month. We are seeing tens of thousands of Haitian immigrants. I was in Del Rio just a couple of weeks ago at the Del Rio Bridge. The day I was there, there were 10,503 illegal immigrants under that bridge, overwhelming DHS's capacity to deal with them. Just over a week ago, I met with the foreign minister of Panama. She described how this year, the country of Panama, Panama sits on the juncture between South America and North America, this year they have seen over 80,000 Haitians who had been living in South America crossing into Panama illegally on their way to the United States. And the cause of all of this is simple. It is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who refuse to enforce the law. Those are decisions they made literally the first day in office. Three decisions drove this crisis, immediately halting construction of the border wall, that happened on day one, reinstituting the failed policy of catch and release, that also happened on day one, and most indefensibly, ending the incredibly successful Remain in Mexico international agreement. Remain in Mexico last year produced the lowest rate of illegal immigration in 45 years. This year, because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris refused to enforce the law, have continued to be utterly lawless, we are seeing the highest rate of illegal immigration in 21 years. This is a human catastrophe and disaster. Texas is paying the price. The last couple of weeks, I did roundtables with farmers and ranchers in South Texas who described the chaos of finding dead bodies on their ranch land day after day after day who described moms in South Texas who described that they wouldn't let their teenage children go outside unless they carried a loaded firearm because there's so many human traffickers and narcotics traffickers crossing across their properties. This is a humanitarian crisis, it's a public health crisis, it's a national security crisis, and right now Joe Biden and Kamala Harris refuse to do a damn thing about it. Joe Biden won't even go to the southern border. And Kamala Harris refuses to go to the Rio Grande Valley, the epicenter of this tragedy. This tragedy needs to end. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris need to follow the law. That's the general basic principle that uh, Republicans have been saying for some time, obviously. You know, it is, it is really simple. It is just basically, you know, you are either a nation of laws or you are not a nation at all. And that is what Republicans have been saying. That is what uh, Democrats have been saying, uh, the moderate Democrats. Generally, the party line, they don't want to talk about it. But to, but to be honest with you, uh, if you go back far enough, even Joe Biden was saying this when he was a senator years ago. But they haven't done anything about it. They stopped the wall. They stopped many other projects. They stopped things to make things better. And in fact, they only made it worse. Some more from the uh, Republican senators. That was Ted Cruz. Let's listen in to another. 
Grassley said, this is an issue for all 50 states. And we hear about it as we're out doing town meetings or visiting in all of Iowa's 99 counties. The reality, because of President Biden's failed policies on the southern border, the reality is that every state is now a border state. All of the issues that are affecting Texas and and those that are seeing this sweep of illegals coming across the border, all of those issues are now facing every other state in our union. So whether it is sex trafficking, human trafficking coming over the border, drug trafficking, which the counter drug officials in the state of Iowa says the majority of those drugs are coming up Interstate 35, through Texas from Mexico it is affecting us. If it's gun trafficking, illegal gun trafficking, it is coming over the border from Mexico into the United States. All of these issues are affecting our communities and our families right there in the state of Iowa. And it's estimated by the end of this year, we will have seen 2.3 million illegal immigrants, 2.3 million. Put that into perspective, folks. There are 10 states in the United States that do not have a population of 2.3 million people. So when you look at that number and listen to it well, there are some countries around the world that do not have a population of 2.3 million people. Uh, Some island countries, of course, some smaller countries, but 2.3 million people illegally entering a country shows a complete and other and total disregard for borders, laws, and protection of persons and property. Also, what can you expect where in the largest city in the United States, here in New York City, this thing is going on unabated where we have, as, as we know, many instances where where gangs and other organizations have come in and and, and are now able to just do what they want willy-nilly you know go into stores rob san francisco same thing hey who's the congresswoman there that's nancy pelosi she is the leader of the democratic party in the house of representatives and the nation's speaker of that house the house that is run badly and roughshod and a budget that is never going to be balanced if they continue to control that house. And over in New York State, guess what? Chuck Schumer, majority leader of the Democrats, and want to talk to any shopkeep or store owner, bodega store or big store, go around, talk, ask, talk to employees. They will tell you openly that police are not even responding to crimes when they happen in many of the stores. The businesses are having trouble. We are going to talk to one of the Philippine community's business leaders here in the Woodside area when we come back and discuss exactly what the problem is when it comes to a lack not just of defunded police, but defanging the police. And not only that, prosecutors refuse to prosecute crimes because that is where New York City is going. More and more and more and more of these people are asking who pay taxes. What is happening to law enforcement? Are the law enforcers now part of the criminal gangs? Are the prosecutors in New York State, New York City, is the Southern District of New York, is the 
prosecutors like the uh, Attorney General of New York State, now the Queen Bee of the gangbangers that are out there buzzing around like bees and stinging all of these business people all throughout our area, we're going to ask that and we're going to find out more and we're not going to stop. We're going to talk about it and talk about it and talk about it because it needs to be talked about. There comes a time when people have to realize that if you want to stop crime, you have to stop it because of people who are refusing to do their jobs and implement the law. quiet this area and uh, no any no, no anybody to uh, like uh, like sa atin yung it's not that cell phone mm. somebody to snap cell phone or bag and especially for the night time like eight o'clock nine o'clock in the night and the daytime somebody fools in the street and uh, some group you know some group here uh, I can't remember these gangs or People just people like bad, uh, like bad, you know, bad and, uh, and, uh, trying to shouting at like uh, Asian, mm-hmm. at Asian people. Because most of the time, night time, again I stay here, mm-hmm. I see the situation. Because I have before, uh, you know, the the uh, outdoor dining mm-hmm. outside, so I protect also my restaurant. So I observe like. Only couple of months, like, like four months, five months, the same situation. So, what you're saying is, before, before it I, wasn't that bad. No, it's nothing bad. I, I don't see like, uh, like some people bad like in, in the street. But now it's, you would feel safe to walk at night. Before. Yeah, before even even I stay outside, nobody like. Uh, like a snatching uh, your phone, your bag, mm-hmm. especially doing like that for the the girl, uh, not like 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 a, not not the man, always uh, the girl and teenager like that. Those are the victims. Yes, the victim. Yeah. Have you seen people doing it just because someone is Asian? They attack people or they get angry at people. But it's mixed. Eh? It's not only Asian. That's, uh, the victim, I'm talking about the Yeah, like the, the, the victim, like uh, Chinese, mm-hmm. Asian, like Filipino, like that. Yeah. And uh, last Sunday, somebody hit one Filipino in front of my restaurant. Mm-hmm. For what reason? I, I don't know, what, what reason? Just only suddenly to hit him and fall down in the, in the, the floor. Not even to rob them or anything? 
somebody call the ambulance and pick up the ambulance in the front. Are you worried sometimes for your safety and that of your employees? Yeah, of course, because my employees are uh, gonna finish like 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock in the, in the night. So everybody is uh, very near only the apartment from here, like 61, two blocks. And I always uh, keep in saying, uh, be careful guys, because uh, there is lady, there is a boy. So Sometimes the perpetrators, in your case,
parang magandang ano, magandang halimbawa sa komunidad natin ng mga Pilipino dito. Hindi lang sa ating mga Pilipino, sa mga tao rin dito sa lugar na ito. Ay in the morning, 12 o'clock in the night. So, you need more uh, like a guardian angel group. Or police or NYPD. NYPD at least more more patrol outside like by co by 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 uh, by, uh, by by corner like 69 and uh, here in 74 like that so at least some people is show up that there is a police patrol uh, outside so it's not uh, thinking to to do something wrong getting afraid you know but it's nobody patrol outside, nobody like a ronda patrol. So you're doing quick. Like, uh, madali nilang ma makakagawa sila ng gusto nila. Like, uh, for example, yung mga, yung mga ganong tao, makakita sila ng mga may nagro-ronda o may mga patrol na bawat kanto o niikot, matatakot sila. Thank you, Apa. Yeah, welcome. welcome.